Welcome to Islam for Christians, episode 100, Hadith, Pay Your Employees. This is from the Sahih Bukhari collection, number 2270. The Prophet said, Allah said, I will be an opponent to three types of people on the day of resurrection. One, someone who makes a covenant in my name, but proves treacherous. Two, one who sells a free person and eats his price. And three, one who employs a laborer and takes full work from him, but does not pay him for his labor. Lists are a fun thing, particularly in media. Back in the days when I was in the media, it was really just a great lazy way to churn out content. <laughs> but sometimes they actually are interesting. It's not just a bunch of banal content designed to generate clicks and eyeballs like this. One reason is. This list really says something. This list, in a religious context, says a whole lot. Kind of like other religious lists. Uh, the Ten Commandments, for example. Or a Quranic passage where several things or people are listed together. And it's assumed that the order of these things and what is included is not coincidental. That this means something. This is not like a clickbait, stupid list. This actually had some thought that went into it. And you have the same thing here, where God is saying, hey, here are these three terrible things you do not want to be guilty of come the day of resurrection. The first one, this one's kind of obvious. This is an A1 sin to any religious person of an Abrahamic background. You could even tie it in with the first commandment, which is first for a reason. Because it's the most important. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. But it's even more explicitly a violation of the third commandment to do what is being said here, which, to remind you, it was one one who makes a covenant in my name but proves treacherous. What does that sound like? That's kind of like using the Lord's name in vain and in the worst possible way. Someone who makes a covenant in God's name and then breaks it. That person is certainly in major trouble come judgment day, particularly if it was deliberate. And even if it wasn't, there was there'll be at least a little explaining to do. This is why Jesus told people, hey, that's a bad idea. Do not swear on anything. Just say yes or say no. And then we get to number two, selling a free person into slavery and taking the money. Modern attitudes towards slavery aside, Anyone who has read a Bible or a Quran knows that this is demonstrably evil. It's in the story of Joseph, after all, which was reportedly Muhammad's favorite biblical story. So, yeah, that's very, 
very wrong. But what makes this list so interesting is the third item and its inclusion on the list with all the others. Because it just doesn't seem nearly as bad as those other things to basically stiff a worker. It doesn't seem to be on par with misusing God's name and selling someone into slavery. Then again, theft is in the Ten Commandments, and like the Ten Commandments, this form of theft is toward the bottom. But there is a common thread here, more so than simple morality. These are all crimes of treachery. It is cynical lying without regards to the consequences for anyone else. It is the absolute worst kind of usury. Using God's name to lie, using God's name to steal, and then using God's name to abuse those who have placed, who have been placed under your power. In other words, employees. So here we have those who stiff their employees in the same conversation with those who betray God himself. So if you do have people in your employ, that is a red flashing light to conduct yourself with caution. And this still happens all the time, particularly in the more informal sectors of the economy, like those in trades. It's apparently quite common for a boss to stiff a worker after a long job or the reverse, you know, for a worker to run off with any money paid in advance, not honor the deal and actually do the labor. And even in the formal economy, this still happens once in a while. Even people just collecting a paycheck as full-time employees, this still happens. It's rare, but it happens. For instance, when the entirety of the top management knows that the company is going to go under, then they illegally unload their stock with insider information. And of course, this dump leaves the stock of the lower down employees completely worthless. And then they try, then these bosses just leave and then hide the stolen money as best they can. This happens again and again and again. It happened pretty recently, actually. That's the more modern, sophisticated form of this. So what is being said here? This is interesting because this is a hadith, but this actually isn't Muhammad talking. This is Muhammad quoting God. So this is actually coming from God. And he's saying an employment contract is basically an oath. Someone who steals labor from people isn't any different than someone who is stealing money. And it may even be worse, you know, because that person is depending on your honesty to put food on the table. It is as bad as blaspheming God. Well, maybe. <laughs> I doubt that. There's probably a reason that the first one is first. But according to Muhammad, who, by the way, attributes this particular hadith not to himself, but to God, I want to stress that, it is in the same neighborhood. Basically, taking a false oath in God's name is quite similar to promising to pay someone and not doing it. And while many of these people do escape earthly accountability, 
in my country, these things are very, very hard to prove at any level. There is a higher morality that one day you will not be able to ignore. The accountability that Muhammad spent 12 years warning people about. That betrayal, be it of God, be it of society or of individuals, that betrayal, that treachery will not be forgotten. And these injustices will be addressed. And you can see the importance of this warning because just imagine being on trial with God as your opponent. That is not good. It may not be fun to have this, you know, the Securities and Exchange Commission dissecting your business, but imagine if that was God. That's so much worse. And if God is the prosecutor, you really can't expect a sympathetic jury to let you off. Thank you, and I'll talk to you next time. Inshallah. Thank you for listening to Islam for Christians. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to keep this show ad-free, you can also visit my Patreon page and subscribe. I'm at patreon.com slash Islam for Christians. That's patreon.com slash Islam for Christians.